From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. This is the WIA National News for week commencing January 23, 2011. I'm Graham, VK4BB. Commercial radio recognised in VK2 for emergency services info. Chief Executive Officer of Commercial Radio Australia, Joan Warner, has welcomed the signing of a Memorandum of Understanding with the New South Wales Government making commercial radio stations official providers of emergency services information. Ms Warner said the New South Wales MOU follows a similar arrangement with the Victorian, South Australian and Queensland governments. The industry has argued for some time for commercial radio to be included and promoted as an official provider of information in emergencies along with the ABC. A major power failure has caused rail delays on Victoria's Belgrave line. The cause was the theft of copper wire near Upper Fern Tree Gully Station early in the morning down by the station. An unknown length of copper wire was dug out of the ground and cut free by thieves. This then cut power to the signalling system at Upper Fern Tree Gully. Trains between Upper Fern Tree Gully were replaced by buses until normal services could re- be resumed around the 8.30am mark. 22nd of December last year, the WIA advised that the ACMA had made amendments to the Amateur Licence Conditions Determination, the LCD, and the Visiting Overseas Amateur Class Licence. The WIA has now placed the consolidated versions of these amendments for easier reading. Follow wia.org.au to members slash legislation. All amateurs must make themselves aware of their licence conditions to avoid that knock on the door from ACMA inspectors. You're tuned to VK1 WIA News. This news broadcast can be heard on linked repeaters VK6 AUF Perth 438.525 and VK6 RMS Mount Saddleback 147.250 Sundays 9am and 7pm. I'm Trevor VK6 YJ. Hams across Australia, it's to VK2 and next Sunday the 30th will be the first Trash and Treasure at VK2 WIA Dural for this year. From about 0930 hours and boot sales, most welcome. The Home Brew Group will meet as usual in the afternoon with a technical presentation about designing and building HF transmitters and receivers. Oh, and exam assessments? Well, they'll be available early in the morning and next month also available at the Central Coast Hamfest. Unknown, 53.575 MHz heard in Townsville. We told you about that a couple of weeks ago. Well, the mystery is solved. It's coming from the Snowy Mountains Amateur Radio Club, VK2 RSM, who had never advised us and had not been a member of the WIA Broadcasters Group nor ever being shown on the uh, WIA pages on the internet. So, how about logging in, signing up there, all the people at VK2 RSM? Apparently down there, reports are coming into that repeater from VK2, 3, 4, 5 and even VK9. So it certainly is putting out a wow of a signal. And plans are in place to rebroadcast the WIA National News later on their new two-metre repeaters linking into the existing one. The new ones will be in the Jindabyne, Bombala area and this should give the southern New South Wales a really great ham coverage. Fred Staples is the guy at High Country Communications. He's putting it all together down there for the Snowy Mountains Amateur Radio Club, VK2RSM. In VK3, Feb 4, EMDRC's meeting in the Willis Room will be Magnetic Loop Antennas. DETA VK3 FFB will explain all there is to know, re-HF Magnetic Loops. 
Feb 14, the annual luncheon of the 160-metre coffee break net group will be in the bistro at the Mountain View Hotel. That's at Springvale Road, Glen Waverley. All amateurs with an interest in 160 metres are welcome to attend. Please RSVP to John VK3DQ and his email address, and you must do this by Friday, Feb 11, his email address is vk3dq at wia.org.au. And now it's off to Bruce Lee's VK3 Triple F. This is a final call to commercial traders, club corner participants and second-hand sellers. Time is quickly running out for you to be a part of the Centre Victoria Radio Fest number 4. All is ready for the major event in Victoria. Features this year are the de-expedition yet to be held, light beam communications, emergency communications on display, heads up on the IARU Region 3 Championships as well as the Bendigo Astronomical Society gazing at the solar surface. See you at the Centre Victoria Radio Fest Kyneton Racecourse just an hour from Bendigo, Ballarat and Melbourne Sunday the 13th of February I'm Bruce Lees, VK3 Triple F and you're tuned to VK1 WIA And still with Hams Across Australia, VK4 The floods in Queensland have subsided The clean-up continues And at its auction today, January 23, the Historical Wireless Society of South East Queensland will have on offer seven 1920s radios that have been donated to the club. And proceeds from these items will go to the Queensland Premier's Flood Relief Fund. So this is something you really, if you're in that area, and you can get to the venue I'm about to say... Hopefully it wasn't uh, underwater because it's uh, certainly in that area. As I said, all proceeds today from the Historical Wireless Society of South East Queensland's auction of seven 1920 radios will go to the Queensland Premier's Flood Relief Fund. The venue, it's at Darra. The time is 10am and it's at the Cement Co Bowls Club. That's the Cement Co Bowls Club in Darra, 10am. Tark does Australia Day this Wednesday. Get out your corked hats and throwing thongs. Tark will be out in the field for Australia Day. Now, provided the venue doesn't get too aquatic. This is at the famous Loam Island ARDF grounds in Shelton from 11.30am. It's this Wednesday. The date, don't have to tell you, it's the 26th of January. BYO everything and engage in Aussie fun and mirth and even do some radio things too. Bring the family, bring the lager phone, bring the esky, but don't bring the mozzies. VK7 and Reists. Reist's annual general meeting for 2011 will be held February 20, starting at 11am in the Queen's Domain Club Rooms. It'll be followed by a BYO barbecue with a hot barbecue plate and tea and coffee available. Hey, ever thought about contributing more to your club, Reist? Well, this is your chance to stand for a committee position. Nomination forms can be found on the Reist website and they have to be with the Secretary by February 5 this year. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. International News, with thanks to RSGB, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, the ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, and the worldwide sources of the WIA. 
I'm Cole, VK4CC. Theft puts GB3JB off the air. GB3JB, the two metre repeater located on the borders of Wiltshire, Somerset and Dorset, was powered by wind and solar power. The solar panel has been stolen from the site and so GB3JB was switched off on the 3rd of January. The repeater keeper will be checking the site for damage to the batteries or the wind turbine. The YASME Foundation supports the development and promotion of amateur radio around the world. The YASME Excellence Awards are given to individuals who through their own service, creativity, effort and dedication have made a significant contribution to the cause of amateur radio. Now we learn that a Canadian amateur has won an YASME award. Alex, VE3NEA, for developing DX Atlas, Morse Runner, HamCap, CW Skimmer, Rocky and other innovative software. Alex's products are making a remarkable impact on the competitive HF operating environment. Making this software available to the amateur community at little or no cost demonstrates excellent ham spirit. 10-year-old discovers supernova. Catherine Gray of Fredericton, New Brunswick, Canada made her discovery this past New Year's Eve. This after noticing what was later determined to be a magnitude 17 supernova or exploding star. The supernova took place in a galaxy far, far away known as UGC 3378 which is about 240 million light years away from Earth. The Royal Astronomical Society of Canada says that at age 10 Catherine is definitely the youngest person ever to make such a discovery, a finding which has since been verified by amateur astronomers in Illinois and Arizona. It has also been reported to and confirmed by the International Astronomical Union. The last known supernova in our galaxy occurred several hundred years ago. Alleged honeybee shooter was a ham. A ham is believed to be the USA's so-called honeybee shooter and is now dead. KC9AWD was shot with his own gun while apparently trying to rob an Illinois tanning salon. Last October, three men were shot, one fatally, near the Illinois-Indiana border. The shootings appeared entirely random. One victim, a farmer, had a conversation with the shooter about honeybees before he was shot, earning the killer his nickname of the honeybee shooter. An unnamed family friend alleges KC9AWD showed no earlier signs of violence but something apparently changed in the man from tiny downstate Rankin, Illinois this past summer after he lost his job at a Milford trucking company. By October, when the honeybee shooting started, he had cut off ties with even his closest friends. Charlotte AM station ready in case of terrorist attack. WBTAM, triple one zero on the dial in South Charlotte, North Carolina, is one of a dozen US commercial stations fitted out by the US government with an underground studio and transmitter. It also has a generator with 30-day fuel supply designed to withstand a nuclear or terrorist attack. WBT was selected because it reaches both of the Carolinas. At night, its 50,000 watt signal, quote, arcs like a blowtorch, unquote, across the east from Canada to Cuba. The installation is a result of Executive Order 13407 issued in 2006 by President George W. Bush, which called on the Department of Homeland Security to develop a comprehensive system to alert and warn the American people in situations of war, terrorist attack, natural disaster or other hazards, and ensure that under all conditions the President can communicate with the American people.
Italian repeaters alleged to be interfering with hamsats. According to a report in the Southgate News, both FM and D-Star repeaters in Italy are showing up in the amateur satellite segment. These machines are said to be government approved by Italy's Communications Regulatory Authority and are causing considerable interference to amateur radio satellites and the International Space Station contacts. Some of the Italian repeaters identified in the article as operating in the 2-meter amateur satellite allocation are said to include FM machine I0RCK on 145.85 MHz plus D-Star systems IR3UEF on 145.8 MHz and IR0CD on 145.975 megahertz. The Southgate story says that it would appear that Italy's telecommunications regulator permits repeaters anywhere within the two-meter band on a provisional basis for 60 days. Authorization may become permanent if no complaints are received. The article calls on hams worldwide to make sure that the Italian telecommunications regulatory body is made aware of any problems. This is not the first time there have been interlopers in the ham satellite spectrum. Over the years, there have been numerous reports of terrestrial business communications using these frequencies and eventually disappearing. Most of these reports came out of third world developing nations. The situation in Italy will be quite different if it's proven that the repeaters alleged to be interfering with ham radio space operations have government approval to do so. To celebrate what would have been former President Ronald Reagan's 100th birthday, the Ventura County Amateur Radio Society will activate special event station N6R from Thousand Oaks, California. This from Saturday, February 5th through Monday, February 7th. According to Peter Hines, N6ZE, who is the club's public information officer, operation is planned continuously from 0800 through 1800 Pacific Standard Time on Sunday, February 6, 2011, and intermittently at other times on Saturday through Monday. Operation will use CW and SSB on 80 through 10 meters for worldwide contacts as well as FM on both simplex and repeaters for local area contacts. Requests for schedules may be sent to m6r at aol.com. QSL with a self-addressed stamped envelope to n6ze at his call sign or qrz.com address. Sorry, but no electronic QSLs will be accepted for this operation. More is online at www.qrz.com stroke db stroke n6r. And for those not aware, the special n6r call sign has been used for many years in a multi-club field day operation from the grounds of the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library and Museum, which is located in Simi Valley, California. Non-amateur cadet stations have been getting long-distance reports of their 5 megahertz transmissions using the amateur weak signal propagation network, pro network, but problems have arisen with their unusual call sign formats. Consultation between the RSGB 5 megahertz working group and the cadet organizations has resolved this problem. CCF, ACF and ATC cadets are permitted to communicate with amateurs on the 5 MHz channels and some have been trying the WSPR mode on the 5288.5 kHz channel. A large number of amateur stations worldwide monitor this channel and report the signals heard via the WSPMET.org website. However, the WSPR transmission format is only capable of coding regular amateur call signs of the prefix, digit, suffix, format, but the cadet call signs are not in this form. After some initial trials by cadets, it was clear that any ad hoc modification of cadet call signs could cause trouble. To avoid the possibility of misleading or confusing call signs being seen on WSPR, the RSGB 5 MEGS Working Group has suggested that the cadets modify their call signs by transposing the digits and the letters in the cadet call sign, and in some cases adding an initial letter M. This creates a dummy amateur call sign in the form M89X or M89YX, YZ, 
the cadet organisations have agreed to implement this suggestion, which will make it possible correctly to identify transmissions from these cadet stations. Mississippi corrections officials say a new inmate phone block system has worked so well at the Parchman Penitentiary that they'll expand it to other state prisons. Corrections Commissioner Christopher Epps told the Clarion Ledger newspaper that use of the technology has blocked more than 600,000 unauthorized text and cell phone calls originating inside Parchman since August. Last fall, the State Department of Corrections announced that it had signed a contract with its telecommunications provider for a program designed to immobilize illegal cell phones used by the inmates at Parchman Prison. Epps said that the system stops cell transmissions in defined areas from being completed but does not permit specifically authorized and 911 emergency calls. Since 2007, officials said more than 8,700 cell phones have been confiscated at Mississippi jails and prisons. Epps said those cell phones have been used to plan escapes and bring contraband into the prisons. He adds that the system will be installed at Central Mississippi Correctional Facility and the South Mississippi Correctional Institution by May. Those stories from the Amateur Radio Newsline and the RSGB. The MP3s you can find on the web at the link on www.rsgb.org. I'm Jeremy Boots, G4NJH, and you're tuned to VK1WIA. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1WIA. Operational news on Felix VK4FUQ. Special events and on-air contest column, dateline 2011. January 1-31, to 31, WIA, Rosshall Memorial VHF, UHF. March 19 and 20, WIA, John Moyle Field Day Weekend. April 30, Worldwide Marconi Day 2011. www.gb4imd.org.uk Special event stations, repeater, big NDX and net advice. 22nd anniversary, Anne Renton Memorial Net this Tuesday. One of the friendliest radio nets in the land happens Tuesday evenings from 7.30pm on the Townsville VHF repeater. The Anne Renton Memorial Ladies Net. It is the 22nd anniversary of the establishment of the Townsville Ladies' Net, so make sure you are on air to help celebrate this fantastic event. The Tassie Trout Award is awarded for kilograms of trout, or points from contacts made with Central Highlands Amateur Radio Club of Tasmania members. The club call sign gains you 3 kilograms of trout, the president 2 kilograms, etc. Once you have 14 kilograms of trout, you can claim the basic award. 25 kilograms gold award and 50 kilograms platinum award. Alara Award. The aim is to score 10 points to qualify for the award. This award is available to YLs, OMs and SWLs contacting Alara members on or after the 1st of July 2006. Scoring VKZL. 10 contacts including 4 Australian call areas. DX 5 contacts including 3 Australian call areas. All contacts must be made from the same call area. Special endorsements are available for mixed... CW phone, 28 MHz, etc. To find out more, Google Alara or contact Kathy, VK3XBA. Diego LUADIP will be on various South Shetland Islands from now to the middle of March as LUADIP stroke Z and LU1ZS on base Teniente, Kamara Half Moon Island. QSL via LU4DXU. Intruder Watch Enforcement Zone. Pirate again active in the CW section of 40 metres. A station has been heard over the last two or three weeks, 7008 to 7010. Last worked the 14th of January at 1442 Zulu on 7010. 
Please report any unusual activity or better capture a 20-second MP3 audio file and post it to intruderwatch at googlegroups.com. We need to catch this person, so please help us out. That note in from Philip ZL2 TZE, the ZLDXC list owner. Finally in Media Watch, the Flyleaf Killer, a novel. A bright and sprightly 80-year-old has produced the most unusual psychological thriller, the author being Bill G0EOL. A hardbound book, and without spoiling the plot, I think that if you were ever bullied at school and wished you had a big brother or some other way of taking revenge, you'll find Bill's book exciting but disturbing reading, but not just before bedtime. If you enjoy ten psychological themes, you'll really enjoy G0EOL's murderous plot. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ Inningham. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1WIA. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV. If you've ever wanted to show the world how exciting amateur radio can be, then here's your chance. The ARRL is sponsoring its very first ever video contest. Yes, ARRL are looking for ARRL members to shoot and submit videos that showcase how fun and electrifying our hobby is. And extra points. Extra points will be awarded for a video showing someone young or old, licensed or not, making their very first contact. The video author or producer must be an ARRL member However, the people who appear in the video can be non-members. So this contest is intended for amateur videographers. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Females in Radio, a reminder of some YL nets and the official Alara net that occurs on Monday on 3.57 MHz plus or minus at 10.30 UTC or 10.00 hours UTC during daylight saving. Now the VK6 Alara net, that's on Mondays following the national net on 3.585 plus or minus at 1200 hours UTC. And the YL222DX net, that's on Mondays on 14.22 MHz, call in from 0530 UTC. And the European YLDX net, that's on Thursdays on 14.243 MHz at 1700 hours UTC. And last but not least, the VE VKZL net on Fridays on 14.148 MHz at 0500 hours UTC. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier Turkey to fly in 2012. Turkey plans to send its very first ham radio communication satellite into orbit in September of 2012. This according to a report published by the semi-official Anatolia News Agency. The report says that the satellite is to be called 3USAT and is to be developed at the Department of Space Engineering of the Istanbul Technical University. The project will be launched by the Turkey satellite communications operator Turksat. Alam Rustam Aslam heads up the team manufacturing the satellite and says that it will provide wireless voice transmission over an amateur band between two groups of people at distant locations, but he did not specify which bands or modes the new bird will operate on. FunCube plus your name in space. FunCube Dongle Pro serial number 200 is being auctioned on eBay. The purchaser will also have their name or call sign sent into space. 
Howard, G6LVP, writes, A few minutes after Friday's sale, I had a purchaser change their mind. So rather than add the spare unit to the next sale, I'm making it generally available with all proceeds from the sale going towards AMSAT UK launches. Although every FunCube dongle sold adds to the AMSAT UK coffers, this special unit, serial number 200, is sold with the added bonus that your name or call sign will be etched into the FunCube spacecraft when it's launched in the next few months. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Medical Many drugs can be absorbed into a very specific parts of the intestine. In a new paper, Brown University scientists describe a new system that can safely hold a magnetic gelatin capsule in place anywhere in the gastrointestinal tract in a rat. In humans, the system could improve drug delivery and pharmacological research. Applied to people in the future, the technology could provide a new way to deliver many drugs to patients, including those with cancer or diabetes. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting Silent Key, America's oldest scouter, Woody Woodward, W7KOP Leonard Andrew Woody Woodward, W7KOP of Mapleton, Utah, passed away on December 25, 2010. He was aged 99. Woodward, who according to the Boy Scouts of America was the longest continuously registered scouter, was involved with scouting for more than 87 years. At the age of eight in 1918, Woodward built his own radio. At the time of his death, he was using the internet to connect amateur radio operators around the world. Woodward was also known all over the world as the unofficial ambassador of America and scouting through his radio contacts. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio Amateur Radio Emergency Communications Enhancement Act reintroduced before US Congress New Life for a Ham Radio Emergency Communications Measure The Amateur Radio Emergency Communications Enhancement Act, which died at the end of the 111th Congress, has been reintroduced in the 112th Congress. The objective of the bill, which is supported by the ARRL, is for the Secretary of Homeland Security to study the uses and capabilities of amateur radio communications in emergencies and disaster relief. Also, it would identify and make recommendations regarding impediments to amateur radio communications, such as the effects of private land use regulations on residential antenna installations. Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne. As time goes by, VK4BB rewinds to Ham Radio's halcyon days. In Rewind today, it's the Queen's Speech. A look at the history of the Royal Christmas Broadcast. The Queen's grandfather, King George V, delivered the first Royal Christmas Broadcast live on the radio from Sandringham more than 75 years ago. 1932, he gave his first festive speech. The original idea was suggested by Sir John Reith, the founding father of the BBC, to start the Empire Service, now the BBC World Service. The fixed time of 3pm each year was chosen in 1932 because it was considered the best for reaching most of the countries in the British Empire by short wave. It would reach, thanks to propagation, Australia, Canada, India, Kenya, South Africa. It was the outbreak of war in 1939 which firmly established the tradition when George VI sought to reassure people and boost morale. 
Now, of course, the speech is available on television, radio, internet and the Royal Channel on YouTube. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In VK7, it can be heard on the VK7 repeater networks across Tasmania and on HF frequencies from 9am each Sunday, followed by the VK7 regional news broadcast from 9.30am. Hi, I'm Paul, VK7 Fox Papa Alpha Hotel. As we wrap up WIA National News, let's have a look at the social scene for this year. January 30 in VK2, the Mid-North Coast Radio Expo at St John's Church Hall, McLean Street, Coffs Harbour. Feb 13 in VK3, Centre Victoria Radio Fest No. 4, Kite and Racecourse. Feb 27 in VK3, Yarra Valley Ham Fest at the Gary Cooper Pavilion, that's at Yarra Glen. The big one on February 27, though, is in VK2, that's the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club Ham Fest at Wyong, and gates open at 6.30am. March 13 in VK3, EMDRC's White Elephant Sale at Heathmont. April 9, VK6, Hills Amateur Radio Group, Hargfest at the club rooms Les Murdy. Now, Hargfest is the ham fest run by Harg. April 18, worldwide is the Amateur Radio Day, the first technology-based social network. May 27-29, WIA's AGM weekend in Darwin. June 10 to 12 in VK4, the far north and north Queensland amateur radio gathering at King Reef Resort, Curramine Beach. August 7 in VK2, Lismore Region, Sarkfest. And November 20, VK5, Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest. Now, till next we meet, spare a thought for those people that are doing it tough and in the middle of clean-ups right around Australia, devastated by floods. Walk softly. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.